This pre-roll ad is brought to you by Empire Wreckers. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Empire Wreckers. If you'd like video content, we're on YouTube and Twitch, where we stream games like our group playthrough of Star Wars The Old Republic. And if you'd really like to support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon for monthly bonus content. And now, our feature presentation. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Star Wars Empire Wreckers, the Star Wars actual play podcast where none of the characters are allowed to have Twitters or else we would be cancelled immediately. Who's ready to get horny on main today? Zam's ready to get horny on main. She's horny on main, she's horny in private, she's a Zabrak, she's always horny. Anchovy wants to fuck the bunny. Thank you. Yeeks. Uh, Sugnoma... Uh, is horny on main posting his Nima the Hut fan art before they took away her tits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't she like your adoptive mom? <laughs> we had a confusing relationship. <laughs> oh dear. Oh god. And Gajit Ru needs Twitter to promote her Etsy shop, her space Etsy shop, the Tinkering Hedonist, where you can get your Star Wars metal <laughs> dicks sent straight to you. <laughs> Stay out of her workshop. <laughs> and if you'd like to know the going rate for a crate dragon dildo, why don't you come along with us to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in Star Wars. A generation has passed since the fall of the Galactic Empire. Many have forgotten the atrocities committed in the name of evil and the heroes whose names have faded into myth. Among those working to uncover these myths are the Empire Wreckers, a salvager team from Jakku that has formed a partnership with a forgotten Republic historian. Following an encounter with the swoop gangs of Sten Six, the Wreckers return to their patron with a mysterious boon that could unlock ancient magic long thought lost. Back to Coralag, where your buddy? I don't know. I don't know what kind of relationship you guys have. Uh, Broda's home, an Ithorian historian is waiting with bated breath for you to uh, return with the Night Sister blood skull that you retrieved for him from a swoop ganger. Can return uh, to his tall building. The doorman uh, lets you in this time. He does not argue with you. Uh, you are known guests of Brodus now. He seems to have informed him ahead of time that you would be coming, but he doesn't really seem to uh, enjoy the fact that you're back. So I walk past the doorman, I just cross his name off the list. <laughs> I'll give him a jaunty wave. Fuck that guy. He was rude to me last time. I will stare at confusion, because uh, I remember him being rude to you last time, but I don't say anything, because I would get in trouble. I smile and wave, because I'm friendly. Aww. So you can uh, return to the turbo lift, going back up to Brodus's uh, verdant uh, apartment, and he he's waiting. He seems kind of like agitated, like very excited when you come back. And he says, "Do you do you have it? Do you have the skull?" Uh, yeah, man, settle down. Here it is. <laughs> you okay? I'm kind of excited. This this could be a, a, a very a magical thing that is about to happen. Oh, we'll see. I mean, the guy whose skiff it was on didn't really seem to even understand what it was he had. Well, uh, of course, somebody like him wouldn't know the true worth of an artifact like this if it is indeed, as I suspect, legitimate. Well, do your thing, Brody. Come, come back to my study. I've, I've prepared. I've prepared. When you say magic, do you mean sparkling pretty, pretty lights, or do you mean the knowledge was the true treasure all the way? Well, I'm hoping a little bit of both. Oh, I guess. I just want pretty lights. You just want pretty lights. 
but you can you can follow him back to his study where he's uh, drawn the curtains, and it's it's quite dark in there, and the only source of light is a uh, a wax candle that is sitting on a round table in the middle of his study. He's erected like this almost like maybe a bedsheet or something he's put up that is uh, covering some of his bookshelves. Uh, and he holds the skull tenderly. And he says, Now, if I'm correct, if I place the skull upon this candle, it should project an image of where we can find the last night sisters of this skull's bloodline. And carefully, he places the skull on top of the candle. And from the eyes, uh, this kind of... The candle's light flickers and shines through the eyes onto the blank bedsheet canvas. I, I start clapping my hands in enjoyment. Wasn't this like a thing from Wild Wild West where they uh, stuck a light in the guy's head to see who it was who killed him? Uh, the last image of uh, what he saw before he died. But yes, pretty much. I remember the movie Wild Wild <laughs> West, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it when I was a child. Anyway, so there's a light in this skull. Yeah, and it's uh, casting flickering candle uh, light and shadow onto this bedsheet movie screen. Interesting. Uh, if you guys want to roll me a perception check to uh, try and discern any images from this, it'll be a uh, two purple perception. Okay. With a uh, black because it is it is a little bit dark in here even with the candles. If there are any images, they're, they're dim. Can I take away that black? Uh, if you have a, a species ability that allows you to do that, then yeah. Oh yeah, because I guess all the lights are off in here, so it would be low light conditions. I I got two success and a threat. I got two successes and two threats. I got three success and a threat. Two success, two advantage. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, Gajit, Sug, Zam, um, you can successfully determine that uh, there's nothing here. It's just flickering light. It's just a ah. candle inside a skull. Uh, there are some shadows, but that's probably being caused by uh, the bone between the two eyes casting a shadow onto the sheet as well. There's nothing nothing there. Uh, Gajit and Zam, um, you may feel like, is this guy a quack? Like, does he even have the money to pay us? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Sug... Maybe this guy's quackery could be used in your favor. Maybe this guy's uh, quackery uh, means that you could, you guys could extort him for more money if he truly believes things are what they uh, don't seem to be. Mm. And um, you can see there are flickering shadows and light, but almost like deciphering images from clouds or constellations in the sky you can see distinct images and shapes of uh, small creatures dancing in front of bonfires, small fuzzy bear-like creatures <laughs> dancing in front of bonfires. Uh, and you can also see almost like uh, like the, the shadows are flickering and flapping, almost like a bird's wings. Holy shit, I'm having a moment, you guys. Yeah, this uh, it, it touches you kind of deeply and darkly, so you do take some strain Ooh. from that, Ant. I'm just in tears in all four of my eyeballs right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of giving, giving sideways looks at uh, Sug and Gadget, just like, um, do we tell them? <laughs> 
there uh, something we should be seeing here, Brodus? Truly, the magic really was the small furry animals dancing around a bonfire the whole time. Uh, you you can see that. It's right fucking. It's right there. And and he's peering. It's clear that Brodus doesn't see it. Uh, but he's he's like at least one of you can can see it. And he says, "Tell tell me what you see. What small fuzzy creatures? Yeah, small fuzzy creatures. Pet, uh, soft to the hands. Pet, uh, pettable. Uh, dancing, uh, dancing around a dancing late uh, late show. Fire, I think it is. It's beautiful. Uh." You know, he used to play football, a lot of hits to the head. I'm not sure if we are um, quite sure on him. Primitive dancing creatures. What, are they humanoid? No, they're kind of like fuzzy little bunnies. And, oh, I think I see a muskrat. Primitive mammalians. Well, hmm. I mean, it's, that does ring a bell. And, and he kind of turns on the lights in his study and he throws, uh, he throws the uh, blanket away from his bookshelf and he starts going through his books and data pads. Uh, and he pulls uh, one out and he turns on the data pad and it projects this little hologram of uh, dancing uh, small fuzzy creatures that are dancing around bonfires in what appears to be a uh, like a tr- almost a treehouse city and they're celebrating with what looks like re- rebel soldiers and pilots almost. And he says, does it look like this? Is this what you see? No, man, I told you it's. Fuzzy, fuzzy bunnies. I don't, I don't know how else to tell you. It's, it's uh, dan- dancing small animals that I usually eat. Mm, um. Well, and and then starts looking through uh, <laughs> other things. Bunnies, bunnies, bunnies. All right, all right. I, I mean, they, I. It might be a womp rat or womp rat small. W- womp rats are two meters. <laughs> Never mind. Well, I mean, they're kind of. I mean, they're, they're. No, that's pretty big. How how small are they compared to uh to you, Ant? They are about the size of uh, my my bone crushers, and I raise up my fists. How about you just use your hand gesture, you know, height from the ground, perhaps? I can't bend down that far. I'm not that flexible. Are they bigger or smaller than Gadget? They're smaller. They're like, and I try and like make a a, a bunny with my hands. It's kind of, literally a rabbit. It's it's just like I. <laughs> he he really is doing it. In, in, I'm, I'm just kind of like here to try and. <laughs> well, it makes sense to me. This is, this is great radio. <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't see it, but I'm doing it. Yeah, it's you, great radio. Yeah, you at home try it with your own hands. How do you make a rabbit? Send us your answers too. And and he shows you uh an, another image uh and it's of a. a kind of scraggly uh almost grinch like creature uh that is that has these long droopy ears and green fur and he says does it does it is it one of these does it look like this i mean yeah kind of i mean i can't i can't tell with the color it seems the thing that i saw seems happier than that but i don't know maybe that one's just having a bad day this is a duloc of endor they are one of the many primitive native species of that planet. Ooh, Duloc. Can we have a pet Duloc? Um, 
you know what, how about we decide that after we can actually see one? So you're thinking that these are the things that, uh, our boy's seeing? Unfortunately, I don't see what he's seeing, but, um, if, if he's sure that, that he's seeing these primitive creatures, then it could be, I mean, if a night sister witch, they're known to be quite primitivist, they sometimes eschew technology, a primitive moon would be a place where one is likely to hide. Okay, so... If if memory serves, you're just wanting us to find this night sister and bring her on back to you, correct? Yes, if she's amenable to it. Isn't she a witch? Burn her! No, don't burn her. Witches are nice. Well, ag- again, this is a this is a bloodline skull. It could be a half breed or somebody who is not a part of the coven. If she did survive the slaughter of her people, then it's possible that she doesn't even know she has this power. Can if not a dewlop, can I just get a furry pet? Well, Endor's home to many types of creatures: Ewoks, Dulocks, Yuzums, uh, various. Uh, you could, I suppose, if you wanted a blurg to ride around on, you could collect one there. Sam, I mean, you, you say you want a pet, but you're gonna have to. You, you know, you'll be responsible for feeding it. You're gonna have to scoop its box. You're gonna have to make sure you're grooming it and playing it with it. I know. I, I'll be very. <laughs> I'll be very good with it, I swear. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the planet and we'll uh, we'll see what's around. I don't want to promise that you can have a pet if it's going to be something that's going to try to eat our other small furry companion. So, something like uh, Nibbler would be uh, the best from Nibbler. Futurama. <laughs> that would definitely eat our small furry companion. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not small and furry enough for you? <laughs> yeah, but carrying you around feels weird because, like, you're not, like... Have a little dignity, Gadget. You're not a pet. Yeah, but you all run faster than me. Uh, I'll carry you. I-, I can carry you and another pet if uh, if uh, we get into scenarios where we need to run from things. Okay. Sprint- uh, sprinty, sprinty time. I'm good for everyone. I'm more worried what? about the witch, I'm- but... Thanks for thinking of me. Sprinty, sprinty time. Good for everyone. I'm glad that we're going with your, uh... Anyways, so... (laughs) (laughs) How many times did you get hit in the head over the years? Just, you know, idle curiosity. Um... Listen, Zam, do you think I know? Do you think I would know such things? I don't know such things. (laughs) I should not assume that you would remember. I... If you under... Remember our conversation before, I want a fuzzy pet. You know what, I'm just gonna bank that you're not gonna remember this conversation in a couple hours' time. Who are you again? <laughs> there we go. So... What am I doing here? <laughs> this bloodline skull is showing where our night sister might be. I don't suppose it tells any us anything about which bloodline this is, if we need a hand uh, identifying her. Well, no. It uh, seems that this is the only surviving member of that bloodline um but the night sisters are i want to say near human they interbreed with zabrax sometimes uh but most of them appear to be women with white pale skin white hair or no hair at all some of them have uh tattoos but they are quite striking to the eye well okay so it sounds like you know we'll pity patty our way over to uh andor See if well, we can... there's, there's just one one thing. Um, 
I should warn you that the Endor system, due to its abundant primitive life, has been classified as a sanctuary system since the pre-imperial days. It is technically illegal for anyone who's not part of the Republic Xenoanthropological Service to travel there. Are you part of the Republic Xenoanthropological Service? Uh, no, I am part of the Republic Historical Society. We do liaise with the Xenoanthropological Service every once in a while, but it would take several months to get you the appropriate clearance to travel there. However, if you are, uh, able to remain discreet, I could provide you the coordinates of the system. It has been wiped off of most modern astrological charts due to its sanctuary nature. Uh, you know what, Brodus? I think that we can all do our best to not kickstart any technologically advanced societies while we're there. Somehow we'll find a way. Good, good. I, uh, I had a very good feeling about you when I first met. Oh, shit. That's not what most people say, but, uh, thank you. And, oh, oh, of course, where are my, my manners? Uh, you have procured the skull, so you are due your compensation for that portion of this adventure. Yeah, and uh, I think we also need to negotiate the uh, portion of this upcoming adventure. Uh, you know, what what were you thinking for that, Brodus? Well, if there is indeed Remember, a... I saw the fuzzy bunny. Without me, you wouldn't know what your next step was. Yes, of course, your contributions are not being undervalued here. It's, uh... I, I suppose your compensation largely depends on whether or not there is, in fact, a night sister on the moon of Endor. Well, look, regardless of if, if there's a night sister there, you are still asking us to undertake considerable risk. You know, going to a sanctuary moon and all. Yes, Deliberately asking us to break the law. And I mean, if we were to get caught, well, you're also really counting on our ability to not reveal who inquired for us to break the law. So we really got two layers of uh, compensation that are due, don't we? We will, we will snitch. So what are you suggesting as your uh, preferred rate for this excursion? Uh, what did he pay us for the last mission that we just did? Uh, his standard, it seems his standard rate with, uh, Corelli Antilles was about 4,000, but you were able to bump it up to six. Yeah, because that was 4,000 total. Um. 10,000, 10,000. We'll assume he's gonna argue us down. So, look, given the, uh, considerable risk, the law-breaking, um, the potential having to cover for you, the not violating anything on the Sanctuary Moon, and possibly trying to acquire a dangerous witch, I'm gonna say that our total, let's aim for, let's say, 8,000. Ah, boo! So that'll be a, uh, coercion or negotiation? We will go coercion. And uh, I'm going to use a, a destiny point here, make it a little bit harder because you are uh, asking for quite a bit of money. So that is going to be against a red and two purples. I, it's not a destiny point, but would I be able to use um, the intimidating talent to suffer a, strange, a strain to downgrade the difficulty of coercion checks? Um, yeah, so that uh, would just be three purple in. Okay, and then I take a strain. Fuck, to advantage. And he says, well, considering the rate that I usually paid my last courier, uh, how about I give you the standard fee, and then depending on your return with the witch in question, we can negotiate further. Okay, and that's standard fee up front? Yes. 
Uh, you know what? We'll work with that for now. and We'll talk uh, later on when we return with your quarry. So he also, in addition to your uh, pay from bringing the skull back, he gives you the 4,000. Okay, shall we away to Endor? Away! You can away. Uh, returning to your ship, you can plug in the coordinates to the Endor system. Uh, because Endor, the Endor system is in the model sector, which is almost like the Bermuda Triangle of galactic space. So although you have the coordinates, it is going to require an astrogation check to get there. So it will be a, you're not in any particular hurry, uh, So, it, but you do probably want to avoid any uh, Republic checkpoints if there are such a thing. Uh that are uh, watching for uh, people who shouldn't be going there. So that will be a two purple with a black astrogation. Three advantage, girl. <laughs> there's there's something in the way. You can chart a course to the Endor system as a whole, but it seems like there's some kind of astronomical object that's kind of in the way uh, that you're going to have to sort of negotiate around in real space. So you can't make it to the moon itself, but you can make it to the outskirts of the system. Well, we're close, I guess. I tried. Yeah, you did your best. Uh, can we drop out of hyperspace and maybe see what it is that's uh, preventing us from going further? Once you uh, arrive at the Endor system, you can see, you know, the Endor star uh, in the distance, but also your sensors are pinging something that is kind of odd. Uh, there appears to be uh, like a black hole or some other singularity that is out beyond the edge of the star system that is probably what Gajit had to contend with. It is kind of dragging on your ship a little bit, not enough that you'll be sucked in, but it is... Uh, fractions of uh, numbers are being altered in your ship's calculations. Sorry, I'm just realizing now that my uh, opening uh, crawl when I announced my name was I want to fuck that bunny, and now my character just really wants fuzzy bunnies, <laughs> and now I'm regretting a lot of things. Ah, no! I'm, I'm regretting a lot of things. You called your shot, man. Yeah, apparently I did. Are you prepared to make your character canonically a furry? Uh, no, uh, I mean, uh... Well, at least I didn't drive us into a black hole. Yet. Can I just fly normally? Uh, yeah, you could either do a piloting roll or you could attempt a micro jump just to get you uh, past the black hole and get you the rest of the way. One would be astrogation and one would be piloting. Yeah. Um, I'll try another micro jump. Okay, so uh, since it's a le much smaller distance, uh, it will be only a one purple, but because of your proximity to the singularity, it will add two blacks. Two success. So you can uh, skip the ship uh, the rest of the way past the other planets in the Endor system and you pop out of hyperspace uh, above the gas giant of Endor and its many moons. Hey, this place is pretty, 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 pretty. That sounds like how I would describe things. Oh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty. pretty. Me and my character. Um, where should we, where should we land? Do I just go down and we'll... <laughs> yeah, because there wouldn't really be any landing pads. Yeah, can we look for like a clearing in the woods or something? A nice meadow to, so we can squash all the little animals underneath our landing gear. Yeah, do you want to uh, do a scan or do you want to just use your eyes? Would it be computers? 
I feel like if this is a sanctuary moon and we need to stay under the radar, it might be safe to avoid scanning, just in case there are any sensors set up on the planet. I can scan stuff if you want. I mean, I'm not good at it, but I can scan. Wow. With your eyes? With the computer, silly. Why don't you use those big, beautiful eyes of yours and look out the window? Okay. Can I roll perception to see what I see? Uh, yeah, it'll be a three purple perception, but since you are kind of uh, still pretty high above the moon, uh, it will add a black. <laughs> Success and three threat. Uh, so you can see that uh, there are overgrown ruins uh, on the surface of the planet. This planet is kind of famously where the emperor was killed back in the day. And you can see what appears to be uh, remainders of imperial stations and landing pads and the what may have been at one point a large shield generator dish, but there are landing points. Uh, unfortunately, because you get those threat, you also see a couple of starfighters making a beeline for your ship. Oh. Guys, I looked out the window and there seems to be people coming towards us. Um... If you want to throw me off of the ship so that I can punch at the ship, I can do that. You know what? We'll just land. Are, are they flying towards us like uh, they've spotted us and they're coming to intercept? Or are they just like kind of flying in the same direction that we are? They're on an intercept course. Ah, shit. They're cu- they're coming straight for us. Uh, do, you want, uh, do we have a gun? Should I shoot it at them? Yeah, you've got uh, top and bottom turrets. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I call top bitch. <laughs> can I grab your collar before you go? I mean, if you want to. Can we just can we just call them? Let's just call them. Let's just call them. Yeah, just just hail them. It's it's fine. It's fine. We got this under control. I don't even have a collar, so. I'll grab you by your neck hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, fuck. <laughs> so you hail them? Sure. So you can you can hail them, and you hear uh, the voice on the other end, and it says, "You know this is a restricted planet." <laughs> oh my god, it's Salacious Crumb. Excuse me? I think it's a Cathar. Uh, I think it's a Cathar. Uh, well, we're official representatives of the Republic Xenoanthropological Service with clearance to be here. Uh, can I get your ID number, please? Oh, you're with Republic. Well. Ah, so you aren't, is what you're saying, because only the Republic has clearance to be here, which makes me wonder who the fuck are you? Oh, uh, it does not matter who we are. Okay, well, we have a couple ships in orbit, so why don't you clear the fuck off before we call down our boys to deal with the interlopers here? Can I go on the ship? Can I go on the ship? Or can I, not not the ship, can I go on the gunner? Can I go on the gunner? (laughs) Well, can I do coercion on this guy first? Yeah. Because this guy's giving me the vibe of, like, uh, you know, a pirate, and I don't know if I really need that shit in my life right now. Okay, so, uh, they are, uh, on an intercept course, so if you do fuck this up, there may be consequences. Uh, so I'm gonna use a destiny point, that is gonna be a red and a purple coercion. (laughs) Whoa! Um, one success, six advantage! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) That's a lot! Fuck him up! And, uh, they say, Oh, you are with, uh, Republic. You have fleet. Just one moment. We are also with Republic's, uh, service. Ah, so you do have your badge number. Yes, let me just patch you through to our, uh, commanding officer. Okay, holding for a patch. And, uh, 
there's static and there's an incoming transmission uh that's being uh like not jammed but it's impossible to discern where it's coming from it's definitely being bounced between a few relays and things as if they're trying to hide the source and uh on the on the cockpit screen a uh a Togruta woman around Zam's age pops up on the screen. Zam, you may or may not want to uh, tell the group about this, but when she popped up on the screen, did you recognize this Togruta? Uh, well, well, gosh, God, I think I might have. I think I did. Given that my, my obligation was activated, I'm gonna guess I did. And uh, since you recognize this Togruta, whether or not you tell the rest of your friends, what is her name? Her her name is Ravi Taro. <laughs> and she says, uh, yeah, this is the uh, commander of the Republic uh, Xenoanthropological Service. Who's this? Um, this is Nam Zorik, um, directly answering to Professor Kartoffin in the second unit. So this is going to be a deception. <laughs> oh boy, is it ever. For a second there, I thought you were going to say Professor Professorson. <laughs> professor Professor. So uh, that is going to be against three red. Woof. It's okay. You're a master of deception, ain't you? Uh, well, what do we have for destiny points? Uh, you have five. Can I downgrade one of those reds back to a purple? Yeah. Ooh, I got a success and a threat. Not bad. And uh, they say... All right, uh, why don't you uh, come and land with us? Uh, We can um, maybe uh, discuss this further. Uh, We have, there's been some uh, developments that you may want to uh, be aware of. Sounds good, holding for coordinates. And uh, they send you coordinates. Man, (laughs) I'm digging us in deep here. It's okay, I'm very good with shovels. Yeah, you dig us back out again. Yeah. Dig shallow graves for all the people we have to murder on this planet. Yeah. Wait, what? So, uh, Gajit, are you going to uh, fly the ship towards the coordinates? I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't uh, see why it wouldn't. Uh, is, or should we not? Is there a problem? Uh, there's not. No, no, no. There's no problem. Um, I got my gun. I got my gun. She why are know you saying me. you've got your what? gun? Oh, don't, no, Aren't don't worry about it. Um, people who take care of animals, fuzzy animals, don't they care about animals? I'm a fuzzy animal. Don't they care about the uh, animals, Sam? Sam, uh, don't they care I, about the animals? <laughs> Look, um, how about, okay, we're gonna land. Um, I assume if she comes out to the front, why don't Gadge, Gadge, you're, um, you're not intimidating. What? No one could, are you no one could distrust you. You have a gun? No, no, you just ask her to come on board. Just her, though, Okay. No, wait, Sug, you're uh, you're a little bit better. Sug, you go out, you just ask her to come on, okay? I'm just gonna wait in here. Ask her to come on? Yeah, come on, just get her to come on the ship, and I'll wait inside until she's on, okay? What do I, what do use, I tell your, her? use your masculine wiles. Should, should, I, should I trick her? Does this person work for the the animals or no? No, no, no. Do they, does she work for the animals? She... I don't think anyone works for the animals. I work for the animals. Okay, so what's our angle? Do I say we, we need your help with an animal on the ship? Your only hope. Uh, you know, say uh, there there's something private we need to discuss that would be best uh, spoken about on the ship. In my bedroom. Well, no. <laughs> just... Sug, can you do this? Buddy, for me, can you do this? I got this? this. I'm just trying to figure out what face to wear. Not mine. Okay. You can have mine if you want. It really hurts if I take it off my face, but... Uh... 
How would you Anna. even know that? <laughs> do you do you see these stitches? Oof, it was a bad time. Just trying to think. If she takes care of animals, maybe I will have her chase me on the ship if I pretend to be an animal. Also, I'm a fly, so I like shed. You're a fly. I mean, I kind, I'm kind of a. Fly. I thought you were a spider. I am kind of a spider, I and I still do shed. I thought you were Jeff Goldblum. Spider walrus. I thought I was butt face. Hop on spider walrus. <laughs> I'm thinking of just changing into an animal so that she can chase me onto the ship. <laughs> Is that a weird sex game? <laughs> it's, it's called Zeus. <laughs> Shape shift into a grease hog. Chicks dig swans, right? I want to fuck this swan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna land. Hey, baby, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna land the ship now. <laughs> hey, that, that's how good of an actor you are. You switch from yourself to your character at a fucking drop of a dime. <laughs> okay. No way. It was Gajit that made the Twilight reference. <laughs> so you can land the ship, uh, bringing it down in the uh, the clearing where the coordinates have directed you to. And uh, as soon as the uh, ship's landing gear settles down, you hear like a big thunk and clunk as uh, docking clamps spring up from beneath the foliage and uh, lock your ship into place. That's not great. Oh. Are we able to undo it when we leave? Oh, we'll find out. Is the uh, is the Tegruda coming out to meet our ship? Uh, no, but your ship is being approached by a, uh, a squad of Zygarian mercenaries. Fucking Zygarians, man. Fucking Zygarians. Do they do they look like they work for the zoological society or whatever? Uh, Zygarians are known to be slavers, so probably ah! not. It's Star Wars. Everybody's known to be slavers. Oh, they're cat people. They're slavers. We don't fuck slavers. Well... <laughs> Goddamn. Well, if she's not coming out, then I mean, there's no point in me hiding on the ship. I'll, I'll, I'll go down to meet these fucking Zygarians. Fucking Zygarians. And you can, you can walk out, and uh, one of the Zygarians he sees you, and he shouts, "Ah, trap freighter, slave brand, mouse! Something tells me you are not with the Republics." And something tells me that you're not the boss around here. Show me to her. Uh, I don't think so. And he motions to his buddies, and they open fire on you. How dare. Duck and Culver. Get him, Ant! Okay. It's your time to shine, finally. All right, let's do this. Kill slavers for mother! Can do? I, uh, run at them full force, uh, so that I, my fist makes contact with their faces. Do we have any yarn? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have this little bottle of cream and a saucer. Perfect. Am I? St- I'm. St- am I in the ship? Uh, yeah. Anybody who is out of the ship is within short range of them. I I want to close in. How many are there? Uh, there's four of them. There's th- one that's kind of their squad leader, and three of his little buddies. Okay. Um, I shall uh run at the squad leader and punch him in his. Fucking face. <laughs> okay, so that'll be a two purple brawl. I got four success and a threat. You can take a, a big fat swing at him, unfortunately, because you got that threat. You're kind of like these guys have cat like agility because they are catmen, and although you fucking deck him, he is able to kind of uh, sp- 
spring away and sort of dive for cover behind a stump. Uh, I will fire. Hmm. Not the guy Devin hit, but is there anyone else that seems like they're second in command or most likely to cause damage? Uh, well, there's the the three of his buddies. They're minions, so if you uh, get enough, you could maybe take out a couple of them if you're strong enough with your gun. But Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a try. So they're at short range, so that'll be a one purple if you're using a gun. And they haven't gone this round. Add a blue. And if you want to uh, aim, you can add a, another blue. One success, five advantage. So uh, with that, so if you want to, with those four advantages, if you want to do a crit, and I think you still have one left over. Okay. So, so the way minion crits work is they just fucking kill him. Uh, so you, <laughs> so you can just uh, eliminate him from life, and then uh, <laughs> and still shoot uh, one of the other guys. They're pretty heavily armored though. So uh, aside from the one you kill, the other guys it impacts them, but uh, they don't seem to be that shaken. Aside from the vicious murder of their friend. Uh, and because you got that extra advantage, because they are quite shaken, whoever wants to attack them next will get a blue. I guess that's me. I'll try to get a shot off on the other one that uh, Sug uh, softened up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So what would that be for ranged light? Uh, that would be a one purple at a blue if you want to aim. I do. Two success, three advantage. Not enough to crit, though. Not enough to crit, but enough to kill one of those guys. Hell yeah. So you are able to take out another one of those minions, and with that ad- advantage, uh, these guys are not doing very well. This uh, group of Zygarian slavers is being picked off one by one. Their leader has uh, dove recovered behind a stump, so uh, anyone who wants to attack uh, the last of these little guys will also get a blue. Me! Is it my turn? Uh, it can be. Are you still in the ship, or are you, uh, did you come Can I poke my up? head around? Around. Poke your head out and yeah. just pop a shot off. Yeah, but like also aim. Uh, what are you using? Just your little pistol, or are you uh, still in the ship? I want to like look out the landing ramp. Okay, so you're not going to use the turret. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if the turret is really uh, aimy enough, or not aimy. I mean, not good enough at aiming to avoid shooting all of us too. I have four greens. <laughs> to gunnery. Oh, damn, I guess you do have really good agility. I mean, I'll just use the light. Hmm. Is he near people? Then I can just blast the thing that he's hiding behind. Yeah, the the stump guy. You could blast the stump and probably take him out. Yeah, I'll climb up into the gunner's seat. Why not? Okay, so you can climb. Oh. Well, probably down, since otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the uh, the ventral gunner seat and fire up the cannon. Uh, this guy uh, hiding behind the stump is silhouette one. Your ship is silhouette four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So in order to hit him, um, it will start as a four purple just to hit him. But uh, how how much do you care about not hitting your friends and just kind of getting in the general area? <laughs> Why? Well, you may be able to get some blues onto that if you're if you're not being totally careful with your aiming. For the greater good. For the greater good. If I'm not being careful, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you want to direct your friends to run out of the way before you fire, uh, anyone Does, who is there like a spooling used... up sound? Will they hear the sound of the like? Yeah, but if they want to, uh, if they want to dive out of the way to. Uh, give you some blues onto that. Uh, they will have to take some strain if they've already used a maneuver. I'll take that to uh, give Jadid a little room. Sure, let's just spool it up and let her rip. Hell yeah. Four success, one threat. 
So yeah, you can blow these guys away firing with the underslung uh, heavy blaster cannon on the bottom of your ship, uh, blowing up the stump, blowing up his little friend. Uh, unfortunately, because you got that threat, they are blown into such fine chunky salsa uh, <laughs> that any clues as to the location of their base or a way to communicate with their leader is also destroyed. Damn it! I did it! Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Are there any other structures nearby that they might have come from? Uh, not that you can see. You're in a forest clearing. Any other ships? Like if they might have come down in a fighter or something? Uh, if you guys want to do a perception, it'll be too purple with a black because the woods are quite thick. It might take some uh, effort to look around. Ah, uh, fuck. Everything canceled. One success. Oh, good. Yeah, mine was a wash as well. One threat. So, uh, Sug, uh, you are, uh, completely blindsided, um, as, uh, Ant, you notice Sug backing into the barrel of a blaster pistol, poking out of the bush as he's looking around. I run to, I, I run to save, I run to pull the machine gun out of the bushes and be like, don't you hurt my friends! So you can, you can pull the blaster out of the bush and this woman, uh, tumbles out of the brush. A uh, raven that had been perched on her shoulder goes squawking and flying. Uh, she kind of uh, tries to pick herself up. She seems to be mid-30s, uh, very pale with platinum blonde hair. And she says, I- I'm sorry, are you- I-, I saw w- what happened. You guys aren't with those those slavers, are you? Um, I-, I look at the blood on my fists and I'm like, no. No, I take it you aren't either then. N- no, uh, you don't have any yuzums with you either though, right? Any Any what? Uh, yuzum, spindly legs, uh, big fuzzy bodies, uh, you're not carrying any? Would I even know what that is? Uh, (laughs) if you want to roll a xenology, three purple. I got an advantage. I got three failures and a threat. I got two advantage. Um, you've heard that, uh, the singer for the Max Rebo band is a yuzum, but you (laughs) wouldn't be able to place him. Uh, no, no, we don't have any... Yuzums? We don't have any yuzums with us. Why? All right. Well, uh, s- sorry, I should introduce myself. Uh, Sindel Tuani, I'm with the Republic Xenoanthropological Service. Ah, it's good to meet you. Um, Nam Zorik, also of the Republic Xenoanthropological Service. We were uh, intercepted by the uh, Zygarians coming down. So that'll be a deception. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's less resistant to deception than the other one and i tricked her kind of one failure to advantage and she says uh look uh i know anybody who's got uh permission to come here and uh, i don't know you guys but uh look if you're not with the slavers and i really don't care at this point that's fair enough um look in that case we're not here to uh cause any trouble to the planet we're just looking um well, initially one person, but now kind of two people who might be here. Uh, looking for a S- small knight- fuzzy characters. Small fuzzy characters. A uh, a night sister who might be hiding out on the planet, possibly around um like rabbit people. What what were they called? Dulocks. 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 And I may get a pet Dulock if things go well. Well. I mean, I uh, Dulocks aren't really my area of expertise, but if you're looking for small fuzzy creatures, uh, I have been uh, working with the local Ewoks to try to help integrate them into uh, society. <laughs> uh, do I know what an Ewok is? 
Uh, roll me a two purple knowledge zoology or knowledge core worlds. No, you did. You want a petty Ewok? I got a failure in the threat. No, you don't know what an Ewok is. Uh, do they like to walk? Is that like, can you cook them in a walk? Are they some type of electronic frying pan? An Ewok? <laughs> I'm starting a new fucking company, baby. It's the planet of the E girls. Just point out what. Just point out what the fuzzy new fuzzy friend will be, and I will hug it and love it and pet it forever. Um, but yeah, we're looking for someone who might be hiding out with some sort of animal. Also, uh, the slavers. I don't suppose you know if they have a uh, central base that they like to operate out of on this planet, somewhere where, you know, you might be seeing a whole lot of them. I'm just looking for someone. I'm looking for someone who might be there. Uh, well, to be honest, that's I've kind of been looking for that, too. Um, look, it's going to get dark pretty soon. If you'd like to discuss this further, maybe we can... Do you do you mind helping me out uh, a little bit? These uh, the Ewoks they don't get a lot of uh, visitors, and you're a pretty diverse group. Um, you guys feel like a feast? The answer is always yes. Feast. Uh, yeah, sure. I man, mean, we go for better a than portions. Yeah, We've no. only got a few portions left. <laughs> Got to save our portions. <laughs> Four half portions. All right. Um, your ship's kind of sitting out here, though. Um, it, it'll be. I don't know if it'll be fine, but uh, you can lock it, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> Look, just if you'll follow me, I can uh, can explain on the way. Let us follow. So you can follow her through the forest, and she she uh, she says, "Well, so here's what's been happening." Um, I mentioned those yuzums earlier. Yuzums, they're another one of the uh, primitive species that live on this moon, but. Uh, over the centuries, enough of them have uh, found their way off planet that they managed to actually start up a couple of colonies. And now, uh, whenever Zygarians or any other poachers want to come back to uh, collect the local fauna, they usually use Yuzums as scouts because the other creatures here don't see them as a threat. Okay. How long have the Zygarians been a problem here? Uh, well, it's hard to say. Um, I've been here on and off for a while. Uh Though it seems like uh, whenever I leave, uh, I used to be part of a team, but they kind of, you know, we tend to rotate out every once in a while if we can. So we don't, they don't want us getting uh, too, I don't know, attached to the locals. But anyway, long story short, uh, it se seems they've been using these Yuzums and the Zygarians to uh, kidnap Ewok scouting parties. Apparently they're a uh, pretty popular pet in some of the core worlds. They've usually been timing their uh, kidnappings for when we're not here, so I elected to stay behind, see if I could catch them when they think that the Republic's not looking. Interesting. And out of curiosity, um, I'm, I'm by chance, have you ever seen a Togruta around, possibly associating with the Zygarians? Uh... I don't think so, no. I mean, they disappear pretty quick. I don't know if they're getting good at covering their tracks or what, but I haven't really been able to track down where exactly they're coming from. Okay, well, we'll put a pin in that for later then, you know. Maybe we'll be able to clear up this whole uh, Zygarian issue while we're here too. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I really, uh, really appreciate that. You guys are mercenaries, I'm assuming, right? Um, of sorts. I don't know if it would make a difference, but we are here on the behalf of someone from the, uh, believe us, the, uh, Xeno Historical Society? Oh, uh, is that the Brea Initiative guy? Yeah, the Brea Initiative guy. I don't know what he'd want here. I mean, there is no, uh, destroyed society. Well, I guess there is the Marauders that used to be around here. Anyway, I, I, uh, I heard about that guy. He's a good dude. 
Sally seems all right so far. Again, we're not looking for a artifact, just a person who might be here. So you eventually uh, you get to the base of these giant trees and the uh, the raven pet on her shoulder flies up and a few moments later this like a wooden rope elevator drops down with a little fuzzy bear creature about the size of Gadget operating it. Oh. And he chitters something in his native language and uh, Sindel says something back to him in the same tongue and they let you on and he pulls you up into this cute little treetop village where there are uh, many, many more of these little bear Ewok creatures and they all seem to like rush to Sindel when she returns and uh, the raven uh, lands back on her shoulder once she gets up there. And they all kind of like whisk her away for a little bit, leaving you kind of standing there on the on the wooden elevator until after a moment she comes back out in like like a weird like dress that's like that looks like the Ewoks made it. Like whoever this person is, she's gone native. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they and this one Ewok comes up to her, uh, seems to be an older Ewok, and they're having some kind of conversation, and they keep pointing and looking at you guys. Can I try and pet one? Uh, yeah, you can try to pet one. Roll me a uh, survival or a charm check. <laughs> uh, let's see which one's better, survival or charm. Hey there, little guy. Hey there, little guy. Looks like survival. <laughs> Survival's better. Uh, what's the uh, roll? Uh, it'll start as a two purple, but because uh, these are unfamiliar creatures, that will add a black. Uh, I got f- five failures with two advantages. Uh, so you can reach out to try and pet one, and he spins around, uh, and as you're clumsy fingers reach towards him he grabs your wrist and then he just like puts your fingers in his mouth and starts like sucking on him to taste you and then he yeah. spits it out and he's and he makes like this sour face like you don't taste very good <laughs> i i kind of cock my head at him and then I, I i suck my fingers and i'm like okay um that's how it's I gonna think, be I, th- I think i think i taste pretty good actually and i try and pet him again uh, you can you can reach out and uh, he holds out his hand as well to be like, if you're going to pet me, I'm going to pet you, motherfucker. Okay. I like how that's like a threat. So you can uh, pet each other. <laughs> I'm into it. He, uh, he pokes at your vascular veins of your muscular arms. What's a two-way petting zoo? It's where you pet the animals and they pet you back. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um, while while this banquet's going on, can I kind of keep an eye on um Sindel and maybe roll a perception? I'm just trying to get a bead on her for like how honest she is, or if there's something I should be keeping an eye out for, like the Raven thing. That's giving me pause. Okay, so if you want to assess her, um, to see if she's hiding anything, uh, that would probably be against her cool. You think something about her bird friend seems familiar? Uh, so that would be against her cool, which is uh, a red and four purple. Whoa! She's very That's... cool. And that would be perception? Yeah. Shit! Can I flip a destiny point to upgrade a green? Yeah. Uh, oh! One success and four threat. 
so you can see that she definitely seems to have a connection to these creatures and to the Ewoks. And like, she seems to fit in here very well, a lot better than like a standard Republic anthropologist would. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because you got that threat, she excuses herself from her conversation with the Ewok. And she says, I'm sorry, I noticed you uh, noticing me. Is there something wrong? Sweet um, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, you know, I just really like to get to know who I'm working with a little bit better. I'm also, you know, I've never seen anyone so in tune with a bird like that. You know, how long have you been living here? <laughs> well, um, on and off, I don't know, since I was three or four, my family uh, crash landed here when I was very young and the Ewoks took me in for uh, several years until the rebellion found me living here with them. I see. So you are local to the planet. I mean, yeah, I don't know where my family was from prior to that, but uh, you, yeah, you could say I'm local. Anything you remember about your family by chance? Be careful. He's crazy. Because no, he's I was, uh, again, I was like three or four. I don't really remember that much. I had a mother and father, uh, might have had a brother. I don't, I, I, I don't really know. It's and it doesn't really matter. These uh, the Ewoks are kind of my family. I have many brothers and sisters here. Oh, so okay. Like knowing about the Night Sisters, would I have known kind of generally what they look like? Uh, well, Brodus did say that they're mm. generally very pale, uh, white skin, white hair. Yeah. Okay. It's just that uh, not sure if you've ever seen anyone else around the planet who looks, shall we say, like you. Um, but the person we're looking for kind of matches your description a little bit. Oh, um, did somebody send you after me? I mean, I know kind of within the, the service, I'm a little bit of, uh, like, I, I know what they say about me. Um, what is it they say about you? Well, they think that I can't remain impartial because of my history with the Ewoks, but I think... Uh, that I'm the best chance that they have to be integrated to society. I know the language. I know their customs. I'm a part of their family. I see. Um, I, out of curiosity, do you know anything about the Night Sisters of Dathomir? Uh, nothing that I haven't learned outside of uh, fairy stories. Why? Well, the person that we're looking for might have a connection to the Night Sisters, and it's just, you know, you look an awful lot like what the Night Sisters would have looked like, and I'm just wondering uh, if there's anything that was I look left like behind a witch? by your- I mean, look, some of my best friends are witches, there's nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah. I I'm just saying- that they had a certain aesthetic that you happen to also occupy. I don't suppose your family left anything behind on the ship that crashed. I mean, anything that they did leave behind would have been overgrown decades ago. I mean, unless uh, Ant is able to see if she also has like uh, the same forcey vibes as he does. Uh, Ant, does Ant even know he has forcey vibes? I guess vibes? that's true. Every and once in a while I have a tingly... Uh, sensation in my stomach, but that's it so far. So, like, look, if we clear this up, this might save us a whole lot of time where we can give you a hand with the Zygarian problem, because I'm getting the feeling like you might be the person that we're here 
to retrieve. Now, we don't have any interest in meddling with your affairs with the Ewoks or take you away from the planet for any extended period of time, but if we give you a hand clearing the Zygarians off, that should clear up the issue of, uh, your friends and family here being taken, and if you could join us off the planet to go and pay a visit to Brodus, we'd really, really appreciate that. At least clear up if you are indeed the person that we've been sent here to retrieve. Um, okay. I, uh, I suppose I could come with you for a little while, but, um, I don't really know who you are. Uh, well, my name's Zam. It's good to meet you. Is there, I, I don't know, what do you, what would you want to know? Well, actually, I was talking to, uh, Kinesa. She's the, uh, the tribe leader here, and they do want to have a welcome banquet for you. Uh, the Ewoks believe, uh, that welcoming new guests and holding banquets for them will bring them good fortune. Uh, the last time they held one, it heralded the end of the Empire, so you can understand why they believe that. But as part of the ceremony, they do require that you tell them your own tale so that they can decide whether or not to bring you into their tribe. Does this mean I can tell them my long and interesting <laughs> backstory? If that's what you want to call it, I suppose that you could uh, try. The Ewoks, they are, uh, they have an oral storytelling tradition that's quite rich. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know what you would consider someone's tale. I don't know if lives are really that linear. Do you need that from all of us? Well, uh, whatever you feel comfortable telling them. I, sh sure, if that, if that helps us out here, then fine, we can do that. All right, but, uh, that's, uh... That comes after dessert. First, we feast. Hell yeah. And they Hell bring, yeah. Feast. And they bring out this uh, large carcass of some kind of, like, combination boar-wolf animal. Ah, uh, boar-wolf animal, my favorite. Yeah, it's been roasted over their flames, and they, uh, the Ewoks, uh, they all gather around various tables in the, in the, in the city, and musicians start playing drums, and they, like, they seem to have turned, like, Stormtrooper helmets into, like, a drum set, that's kind of weird, uh, but they're, they're playing their music, and, uh, you can all enjoy this banquet, and they're all chittering and chattering, and some of them, some of them are coming up to you, and, like, investigating you, like, they seem to be staying a little bit at, at arm's length, but you can see that some of the younger Ewoks are almost like daring their friends to come and to come and look at the new visitors and like poke at your equipment and your clothes and things. I wave at them. Hello. Your giant arm scares off scares <laughs> off a, a little trio of walklings that hide behind a, a barrel. I kinda look, I kinda I kinda look at my hand and I'm just sort of like, oh, okay. Um I'm I'm just a big scary guy. That's that's fine. It's it's what I'm here for. I will just sit motionless if they want to approach and poke at me, whatever. They're kids, they can do that. I'm not going to actively encourage them, though. One of them, uh, with dark fur, like, he doesn't uh, poke at you, but he does sit down at the seat next to you, and he kind of mirrors your posture. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I take it back. I love this little guy. <laughs> Uh, Gajit, the Ewoks, they, they're, they're very, like, they keep trying to get you to come play. They think, I like, you I will go play. I was just thinking that. I'm gonna go play. 
I'll look at them, go over there and play and have fun. Be giant I guess play. I'll, I'll, I'll sit here and be and be big and scary. That's cool, too. Aww. I mean, Gajit, if you want to bring Ant along to play with the Walklings. Yeah, sure. Show them that the Ant isn't that big and scary after all. If I He's accidentally crash somebody, it's not my fault, I swear. You're going to throw one into a... L- you're gonna throw it into a lake and they're gonna chase you with torches. Oh god, no, oh god. <laughs> and no! you, when you when you invite Ant, um, like you they kind of pull you off of your chair, Ant, once once Gajid is like he's cool. Uh, and they keep shouting Gorax, Gorax, Gorax. <laughs> I don't know, so like I kinda give a shrug, I'm like, Gorax, Gorax, Gorax! And they shout Gorax, and, and Sindel kind of shouts across the uh, across the table. She says, they want to play Gorax with you. It's a big, uh, big beast. And she kind of goes like, grr, like, you know, be, be a big, scary animal. Chase us, Ant. Uh, okay. Uh, rah! Ah! <laughs> oh, this is so cute. Saga, are you are you participating in play? Or are you uh, are you and Zam too cool for this kind of shenanigans? Yeah, I'll play with them. You'll play with us? Okay. I'm Should I change form? Oh. Turn thing. into a fucking Ewok. <laughs> Turn into a Gorax. <laughs> <laughs> I real one and just chase them. I'm the only one who's too old for this shit. I'm wondering if they would try and kill me if I did turn into, like, a a monster to chase them. I mean, you could just, like, change into different things to show them your cool ability. Yeah, that's true. you know, not scary things at first. I'll just turn it into a bigger version of me and Uh, do the monster thing. You cannot increase your mass unless you have a saline pump. Oh, okay. Damn it. (laughs) Saline pump. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, No, I'll just um, chase them as my regular size self, jokingly. Yeah, you and uh, you and Ant can play as Gorax is chasing around the Walklings as uh, and uh, and and I tell you, no, 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 you can't go like, you gotta go like. (laughs) I I comfort I comfort a child Walkling who's crying now. Now I will. It's just a joke, and I try and smile with my tusks, but it doesn't work. And just like it's just so fun and playing games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wild stuff. So after after you've uh, played and eaten and been too cool for school, uh, the sh- the Ewok uh, tribal chief, apparently named Kanisa, stands up and says uh, something gesticulating at the group of you. Uh, and Sindel comes over and says, uh, "This is uh, the part of the banquet where you tell them your your tales." Uh, okay, uh, which who wants to go first? Well, I mean. Uh, it is an oral storytelling tradition, so if any of you has a pretty good opener, I was shunned. Norik has a good opener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I used to play, be a sports player until I killed somebody on a sports team uh, accidentally. We won the game, but I lost my scholarship. So um, now I'm her bodyguard. Bye. Sindel translates. Uh, why don't you roll me a one purple charm check? <laughs> one purple charm? Oh boy. Okay, I'm actually uh, not terrible at charm. Let's see. Two success. All right. So uh, you tell your story, and the uh, the pathos of your tale uh, comes through to the Ewoks, and one of them walks up and hugs your leg. Oh. Yeah. And I kind of like sit down. I have tears coming out of two out of my four eyes. And the uh, the Ewok hands you a uh, a very uh, strong smelling but good smelling flower. 
Oh, put it in your hair. Put it in your weird spider hair. Okay. I I, I, I kind of like, do I actually, I, I put it in, I put it like in my uh, lapel, uh, even though I don't have a lapel, just sort of like underneath my uh Put my, it in your manly cleavage. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> your pecs. Ooh. That's exactly what I do. Okay, and uh, Zam does not want to do this. She's putting it off as long as possible. <laughs> Uh, Sug, you, you go. Okay, I'll tell my story of how my, uh, raised from the streets of, uh, Jakku to the special bounty hunter for a hut that I had a complex relationship with, <laughs> who was taken far too soon from us by an evil Mandalorian, who I will find. You will find him! I will find him, or her. Or her. It might be Kitty Sackoff all along, I don't know. And are you uh, shifting your shape to enhance the storytelling? Yes, that's a good idea, yes. That'll add, uh, you'll take some strain, but that will add two blue to your one purple charm check. Sweet. Complete the effect. I do good impressions. One success, two advantage. Alright, so uh, they're very impressed with your uh, uh, rubber face Jim Carrey-esque abilities, and uh, because you got those two advantages, the next person to go, uh, because they're hyped up, will have uh, a blue on their roll as I'll well. Next. Oh, oh yeah, shit, no. we got some more storytelling to go, let's do this! And uh, one of the Ewoks brings you a flower as well. Oh, well, my life's not that interesting, I just kind of left home and came here but uh i guess one time when i was little uh we were out fishing and i decided that i really needed to fix something on this tall pole just to make it better i thought i know like i thought that i could improve it and when i was up there i fell into the water and i didn't know how to swim and they had to fish me out and i was sick for a month and then it uh scared me so much i never learned how to swim the end (laughs) and now i'm doing my journal (laughs) Give me that one purple and a blue charm. <gasps> Two success. So they, they're they very happy that you didn't drown and uh, very sad that you never learned how to swim. But they understand uh, the world is big and it is scary and they are very small. So they bring you a flower. Yay. And uh, Sindel, uh. she clears her throat and kind of like looks at you, Zam. Um, okay. Uh, you know, I... I uh... Was a slave to the Empire, fell in with the huts after the Empire fell, uh, worked with them for a while, kind of trusted the wrong person, and some people I cared about a lot got hurt, and you know, then my, my boss let me move out to the uh, scrap shop on Jakku, and, you know, here we are. All right, uh, so <laughs> since you don't want to be doing this, add a black on that one purple okay. charm check. <laughs> I love that because I only have one yellow to charm. <laughs> do you have anything that can help you with that? I mean, I do, but also I feel like the point of this is to be honest, so I don't want to do the thing where I'm using my cunning instead. I, I want to stick to the spirit of the thing right now. Also, I don't want to take more strain. One failure. Uh, what? <laughs> they they kind of are like, uh, okay. Um, you, you don't get a flower. What? <laughs> That's fine. The kids got their flowers. Yeah. And uh, Sindel talks to Kinesa and she comes back to the group and she says, well, uh, the Ewoks seem to like most of you. Uh, (laughs) So that's good enough for me. If 
it's getting a little bit late and our bellies are full, so if you don't mind getting a good night's rest, and then we can head off in the morning and try and find out where these poachers are coming from. Okay, sounds good. Uh, thank you for the hospitality, Sindel. I, I'm glad I can be of help, and I hope that our uh, arrangement can be mutually beneficial. Yeah, we'll see. Let's, let's, go, let's go sleep. I just want to for, I just want to forget that. And uh, these Ewoks lead you to some, uh, some little beds that are, you know, you may need to put a couple of them together in order to fit, but... It's gadget-sized. <laughs> Finally, we're in a world for me. <laughs> now, is there anything you want to get up to uh, in the dead of night? No fucking good. No, I'm I'm out like a like a fucking log. I mean, I might want to uh, go back to our ship at least once to check on it. I know Sindel was kind of a leery of us having it out in the open, just in case these guys are coming back around. You know. Okay. So uh, you want to uh, go and check on the ship then, Zam? Is anyone gonna go with her? Yeah, I'll go. Let's back up. Okay. So uh, sure, I'll go. Everyone except Ant. I'm all. I, I guess I'm. Unless you want to wake me up, but if not, then I can just stay asleep. And I'm not gonna make any of you oh, wake up. You know up. what? This is... I'm gonna go to sleep because we were playing with the kids and we're tired. Good night. Yeah. Bye. You, you guys are tuckered out. You can sleep. Sug and I will go and take a quick peek. So, uh, do you want to sneak out? Do you care about being seen? I could sneak. Yeah, let's. I'll, I'll try to sneak. I don't know how uh, successful I'll be. Okay, so uh, the Ewoks do have Night Watch Scouts, so this will be uh, against a red and two purple. Oh, like, I don't I don't care if the Ewoks see me. Oh, just Sindel? I mean, I don't care if anyone at the camp sees me. It's anyone who might be around our ship that I would rather uh, avoid. I feel like as when we're leaving the camp, we should make it known that we are leaving and coming back so they don't try to, like, shoot arrows at us or something. Okay. Uh, so you can you can approach the uh, one of the Ewok Night Watch scouts who is uh, near the wood elevator, and he chitters something at you. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm not local. Can we uh, go down and come back up in a few? Uh, he doesn't understand your words. If you want to try pantomiming it. Yeah, what would it be to pantomime? Uh, to try and get get uh, get across to this little alien, uh, that'll probably be a survival, maybe, to deal with uh, this unfamiliar creature, or knowledge xenology. Uh, I'll try survival. Three purple. Three purple? Uh, Zam, you'll have to add a black, because they don't particularly care for you. Man. Oh. Uh, two advantage. Three purple? God damn it! Yeah. Uh, uh, Sug, if you're trying, you can uh, add a blue from Zam's advantage. Okay. <sighs> to success so you can you can uh get across to this little creature what you want to do and uh he lets you onto the elevator and lowers you down to the forest floor good and uh if you want to avoid detection from any ne'er-do-wells or evil creatures in the woods that will be a uh three purple stealth but because it is dark uh you will be able to add a blue Okay. What do we have for destiny points? You've got three. I'll flip one to get a yellow. My stealth is not very good. One success. One success. One success. I'm sorry, I keep uh, doing that. One success, two advantage. So uh, as you're sneaking back, uh, you don't come across anybody that is like, you, you stay out of sight uh, from any 
mercenaries or slavers or evil creatures. Uh, Sug, you do notice as you guys are sneaking that Sindel's raven seems to be following you. Hmm. But otherwise, you can make it back to the ship. It seems to be uh, in fine condition. Nobody's messed with it that you can tell. That we can tell? Yeah, it doesn't. there's no apparent signs of tampering at first glance. Uh, can we roll perception for any unapparent signs? Yeah, to take a closer look, uh, you'll have to add a black for the darkness, but otherwise it'll be a two purple. Time for a closer look. Done there, does look. Uh, I got one failure, one advantage. Uh, one success, three advantage. Uh, so, Sug, you can see that, like, around the edges of the hatch, there are some scratches and things of the, uh, of the paint of the ship, almost as if primitive tools uh, were used to try to get the door open. Uh, Zam, you don't notice this, but you do see that, like, around the ship, there are a lot of, like, broken branches, and there's some grooves in the dirt, as if something was dragged off. Like, dragged off the ship, or just, like, dragged away from this clearing? Dragged away from the clearing. Something that uh, doesn't look like it would have been the result of your previous scuffle. Hmm. I mean, but, uh, Sug was noticing it looked like primitive tools, so maybe it's just, like, a different group of locals trying to get in. So it's probably okay. I don't think they'll be able to get past a locked ship door, right? They're pretty dumb. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm satisfied to, uh, go back to the village and go to sleep, recover some strain. You can uh, go back to the village and go to sleep and recover some strain. Is that bird still following us? It is. That bird. (laughs) That damn bird. So to uh, a full night's rest uh, recovers all of your strain, but uh, Zam and Sug did not get a full night's rest, so you can recover half of your total strain, which is... Still enough to get you back to where you need to be. That still wipes it out. Yeah, you still got that nasty crack in the back of your skull from when you were hit by that uh, the butt of the gun last time, which you may want to get taken care of at some point, but otherwise you're okay. Oh yeah, shit. In the morning, can I try to do a medicine on myself for that? Um, yeah, you can try to do a medicine on yourself for that. That will be a two purple critical, but because you don't have any medical supplies here, uh, that will add two blacks. If I get uh, one of the others to help me, can I add any blues? Uh, for unskilled assistance? Probably. Yeah. Who do you who do you trust to help you? Uh, Gedji, you're up. <laughs> Give me a hand with my head. Okay. Ah, uh, so a... medicine. No, it's okay. I'll just add a blue for yours. Because I'm oh. guessing you don't have any ranks in medicine. No, I just have three greens. Yeah, no, that's all good. Okay, I'll just help you. Uh, two success, one threat. So uh, you can, but you don't have any anesthetic or anything. So uh, trying to uh, fix your critical injury does take some strain from you. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. And uh, Sindel enters and she sees you doing first aid. And she says, is everything okay here? Are you all right? Oh, yeah. No, it's um just from a, a day or so ago. Just, you know, had to deal with it. Didn't have a lot of downtime before. All right. I, all I, heard, I heard that you had to uh, leave the village last night. I just making sure that everything's okay. I mean, your bird was keeping an eye on us, wasn't it? Uh, was she? Uh-oh. I mean, I guess just Sug was, uh, well, I, I, I assume Sug would have relayed that. Yeah. Me? Or at least something that looked a whole lot like your bird was following. I thought that was um your way of saying that you're keeping an eye out. Well, she might have. Charles a very intelligent creature. 
nothing that you need to worry about. We just want to make sure that nothing had happened with our ship before we, you know, called it for the night. Well, that's probably a good idea. Is it Was everything okay? I mean, it looked like someone might have been trying to get in, but, you know, like, maybe may, are any other groups of locals nearby that uh, might have gotten curious? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it past one of the night scout parties to have investigated your ship now that they know about it. Let me let me just check with the, the scout captain here. And she goes and she calls to this uh, this little Ewok, this little Warwick Davis-sized Ewok, <laughs> and uh, talks to him. And, like, this look of concern crosses her face. And it seems that the Ewok is uh, agitated as well. And she comes back and she says... Uh, the scout captain's son was part of the night scout group last night, and he's saying that they haven't come back yet. They were due back at sunrise. Oh, uh, does uh, he know the route that they would have been taking? Maybe we can um, take a peek around? Well, it sounds like they did want to go and take a look at your vessel. You know, you're you're from the area. It did look like something might have been dragged away. Do you want, Maybe we can go take a look. You might be able to identify the tracks a bit better. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's a good idea. Wait, were the slavers taking Ewoks? Yeah, they like to ship them off world as pets for uh, wealthy patrons. Ever since the uh, battle 30 years ago, they've kind of gone in and out of style as uh, household uh, decorations. Uh, Do you make that sound? Yes, because I'm also small. Oh. Am I still asleep, by the way? I'm sure we would have kicked you awake at this point. Remember this. About 30 years ago, they were sold in mass by the Ruxpin Corporation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna try and read Sindel's uh like reaction to this and see if she's being sus. Like her her reaction to um yeah to like the, everything the from crew? oh that was that wasn't my bird was it I, I ever since then I've been kind of suspicious yeah okay so uh that'll be a perception against her cool again oh that will yeah, be she's, uh, she's very cool a red and three purple okay two failures and a uh. I think that's right. Two failure. Oh, um, no, that's a success and two threats. Oh, okay. Oh, I got two success and one threat. Sug and I both narrowing our eyes at this lady. I trust her. I'm not rolling. <laughs> like, it does seem suspicious that um either this bird that seems to, like, have a bond with her is either, like... She claims it's acting on its own, maybe, but that doesn't seem very likely. Or she's lying to you in some way. Like, this is the only humanoid being that you've come across. Like, yeah, there have been, um, like, the Zygarians and stuff, but unless, like, they've got a Nightsister Merc working for them. Seems pretty sus. There's a a weird vibe here. Yeah, there's there's definitely weirdness surrounding her. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I roll? Uh, what would it be? Perception? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, perception against a red and three purple. Okay. You see Sug and I giving her a side eye, so you're like, hmm. Um, I got two failures, a threat, and a despair. Boy! Ah! Boy! No! You're looking for a witch. She's got a raven familiar. She's uh, seemingly uh, trained this uh, civilization of potentially cannibalistic bear creatures uh, to do her every whim. Uh, This bitch is an evil sorceress, you are certain. (laughs) Ah! Like, you're getting extremely bad juju. Like, plus radiating off of, you know, her in waves. 
Mm. And Ant, who was the uh, white-haired witch in uh, Mortal Kombat? Sindel. <laughs> in that Ed. popular holo- holographic game, Mortal Com- Space Mortal Kombat. Uh, the the raven looks at you and squawks, and Sindel looks and says, Is there something wrong? Don't you fucking look at me! <laughs> Jeez, Ant! Do you throw her off the tree? The Duke? <laughs> Ant, go to the bathroom before you shit your pants! What the fuck are you doing? She is definitely a witch! I'm not can a I, witch! Can I put my hand over his mouth just like, back the fuck off now, Ant? If, you, if you're constipated, you go to the bathroom. You don't yell at people. Uh, can I hold it in? Um, Zam, why don't you roll me a leadership check? Oh, fuck, my leadership sucks, though. <laughs> can I try coercion? Oh, no. Uh, well, you're trying to be the leader of, uh, of Ant's bowels, so... <laughs> <laughs> Make a but bowel I'm try- check. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to coerce him into keeping them clamped. <laughs> I'm trying to intimidate his bowels. No, no you're, you're trying you're trying to get me to go uh, go away so I can take a shit. Oh, uh, God. Oh, fine. What would it be for leadership? Uh, Ant, what's your discipline? My discipline is, <laughs> is three green. <laughs> okay, so that'll be leadership against three purple. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. I have one green to leadership because I have no presence. Three threat. <laughs> You know, Aunt, just because she uh, hires you doesn't mean she's your boss. And, uh, you know, recently she hasn't actually been paying you. It's been that Ithorian dude. So uh, she's just some chick, you know. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Don't you, tur- don't you turn me into a newt. I newts. I don't want to be eaten by my brother. Aunt, I understand that you're going through um something right now. But if you want to be joining us off this planet, and if you want to get paid ever again, you're gonna shut the fuck up right now. But, 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 she's... But she... I bought you out of prison, boy, I will buy you back into it. Did you just call me boy? I did just call you boy. What are you gonna do about it, boy? I... I, uh, uh, step back and I wait for, uh, instructions for later. And I just kind of cross my- and I just kind of cross my arms and I just stare at Sindel. Good boy. I am so sorry about that, Sindel. He's, uh, an interesting, interesting lad. One too many heads to the head, you know? That- that's okay. I know that, uh, some people are just jerks. (laughs) I- I squint my eyes at her. And while I'm at it, I squint my eyes at you. I smile at everyone. <laughs> it's so tense. Look, I, 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 know, I don't know what you people have going on interpersonal here, but um, uh, Pomet and his group are missing, and I, I'd really like to get them back before they get transported off-world by the Zygarians and the Yuzums. That's that's all any of us want, so why don't we all go to the ship? You can take a look around, and Ant can behave himself. Okay. I look, I look at you unimpressed. Okay. I continue to look at you unimpressed. Or Ant can stay on the ship. I don't care anymore. And she says, uh, we should probably hurry, though. Uh, any of you know how to ride Blurg? Mm, what Do would that I know how to us? ride Blurg? Uh, that would be a piloting planetary. Oh, fucking uh, yeah. If you, uh are able to, if you maybe roll a survival or knowledge zoology beforehand, that may make it easier. Knowledge zoology. Okay, uh, what, what is the uh, roll? So, uh, 
the role for these Blurg. They're not uncommon as riding beasts across the galaxy, so you may have encountered them before. So it'll be either two purple, uh, knowledge, zoology, or survival. I got two success, zoology. I like this other dice roller. It's giving me better rolls than the other one. I got, uh, <laughs> I got a triumph. Oh my god. I know all about these fucking guys. I got a failure and a threat to survival. Survival, uh, one success, two threat. So, uh, yeah, so Sindel leads the group of you to this blurg pen, uh, that is near the base of one of the trees after you take the elevator down. Blurg being these, uh, large, almost like humpback, two-legged lizard things with just enormous faces. Uh, you can uh, attempt to ride them. Um, and you are not familiar with the Blurg, but uh, their large muscular bodies, uh, that you seem to, like, you, you get them. Like, you have the same energy. <laughs> so uh, that's going to uh, allow you to upgrade your role as you attempt to, to, to ride one of these things. Gajit and Sug, uh, you may be familiar with riding Blurg. You may have had opportunity to learn to ride them in the past. So uh, you will be able to add uh, Sug. You'll be able to add a blue. Gajit, you'll be able to add two. However, Sug, your particular Blurg is uh, a little bit, uh, well... <laughs> You don't get the best one, so that's no. going to also have a black added on. Uh, Zam, you're going to have to upgrade your roll, and you get a black. It seems maybe intentionally uh. Sindel and the Ewoks gave you the shittiest one. <laughs> it's this old blurg with, like, half of his tail's been bitten off by some predator, so he's, like, off balance. Oh, God, I just didn't want to have to share that. Okay, what's it going to be for the difficulty for that? So it'll start as a two purple, plus or minus your particular bonuses. Can I flip a destiny point? Sure. So I can at least get a yellow. <sighs> One failure, two threats. <laughs> this is fine. The bur the blurg bucks you off immediately as you try to get on. Uh, you land in the mud. Two success and an advantage. Oh my god. Um, six success, three advantage. Can one of your advantage be that I can just ride with you on your blurg? I got a success and two advantage. Gaji, you are incredibly majestic atop this uh, blurg, Ant and Sug as well. You look like you belong in some sort of space western. And I, I, I ride past, I uh, slowly ride past uh, Zam without even looking at her. I'm just kind of like mosey along. Oh, oh. Can I have her come along? Can I stop my blurg and let her climb on? I'm light. Yeah. You're, you're a good... Muddy, muddy old Zam can climb onto the blurg. Oh, you're, you're a good sort, Gadget. You can hop on. It's it's easy. I think you just got the bad one. I'm not saying you're bad, blurg. You're a good blurg. Good blurg. I don't think it can understand. And uh, Sindel shouts, well, the... Uh, the Ewoks try to match the Blurg to the rider as best they can. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is all fine. This is all fine. And you can uh, traipse through the forest quickly, uh, making your way back to your ship. And Sindel hops off and she says, so you said there were signs that the uh, the scout troop had been through here. Yeah, I'll kind of direct her attention to the uh, marks on the door and the drag marks. And she looks at them and studies them. And uh, if any of you want to uh, help to uh, try to figure this out as well, that would be a three purple perception. 
oh, come on, let me redeem myself here. Either perception or, I guess, survival, since you are tracking through the wilderness. That's hmm. yeah, the same either way. <laughs> success and four threats. Everything canceled. Two success and a threat. And I got one success. So uh, you can all kind of work together, uh, though, Ant and Gajit, as you're following the tracks, uh, it seems that, like, whoever was doing this wasn't riding anything, uh, because as you're following, uh, you reach a river that is impassable by Blurg. There are some small stones that uh, seem to be... uh, Above the water, just enough for you to hop across if you're careful. But they, but and if you're on your blurg, they're probably too waddlesome, and they would be like swept under and uh, uh, rushed down river. Okay, so rest of the way on foot. Unfortunately, that seems to be the case. Okay, are we gonna have to roll something to hop across these stones if we're going on foot? Uh, athletics or coordination? Uh... <laughs> this is really playing to all my strengths. Athletics. Coordination is an option. Yeah, coordination is an option, but these stones are kind of far apart. So, Gajit, since you're small, you will have to add a black. Otherwise, it'll just be a uh, two purple. I got a success, three advantage, and a light side, which I will use to make another advantage, I guess. Two success, three advantage. One failure, three advantage. I got a failure and two threats. Oh god, I, no one's gonna respect me after this. Hey, maybe if you weren't such an asshole to me, maybe this wouldn't happen to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I feel like we might have to make some adjustments to the payment scheme when we get off this planet. Oh, is that fucking so? <laughs> You think you're gonna be? Uh, you think your character's gonna get a, be able to get away with that? But for my character, we'll fucking see about that. Okay. So Anton Sug, you can make it across. Uh, Gajit, uh, you do slip, but you're able to just stay on the rock you're on. Uh, Zam, you uh, you fall right into the river. Uh, Sug and Ant, if you want to combine your advantages to uh, save Zam, you can probably grab her at the last minute. That's same. And almost uh, preternaturally, you're able to maybe even like before she falls in, you get the feeling that Zam's going to fucking fall in. It might be because of your low opinion of her, but it might be uh, for other reasons. But uh, the two of the two of you are able to grab her. I I, I will grab her, put her back on, uh, put her back on uh, solid ground and I'll just keep walking. I will keep walking as well. And Sug, you can uh, you can help Gajit across as well. Thank you. And uh, Sindel also joins you. She kind of hops across. She doesn't have a super easy time of it, but uh, she makes it. We all got across and all entirely on our own abilities. I hear you thinking that. And I just sort of like <laughs> I'm look not back. thinking that. You know I'm not thinking that. <laughs> Sam is just trying to look cool so she can hide her shame. Sindel's raven kind of like laughs at you almost. <sighs> Fucking this stupid planet with stupid little bears. God damn it. <laughs> this is not your fucking episode, is it? It's really not. Even things where I even things where I should roll okay are not going great right now. I have never been so happy to roll a despair. <laughs> 
Kent and I are just going to be mad at each other for several sessions to come. I did just save, I did just save you, by the way. You did save me, and I am thankful, I just can't tell you that right now. I'm just... mm. You stubborn fella. Uh. (laughs) You can continue on up the path, uh, and Sindel, at a certain point, she seems to realize where the tracks are going, and she says, okay, yeah, this is, this kind of makes sense. There's an old, uh, about a a couple hundred years ago, these um, Sanyasins, they landed on the planet, uh, became primitive marauders, built a castle up in the mountains here. Uh, If... There are uh, Zygarians and Yuzms and poachers. Makes sense that they would hole up here. So you knew there is a castle up here. Did it not occur to you to check this as their base of operations before now? Well, no. Uh, you see, the castle itself is its really out of the way. It's dangerous. It's not really the kind of place that anyone would necessarily go to. I assume that maybe they would have used some of the old Imperial research stations before they uh, went to this old place. At least those things have technology, automated turrets, that kind of thing. Okay, okay. I'll trust that. I, I'm, I'm not prepared to roll perception on her again. She is very good, cool. But so far, the perceptions I've rolled have suggested that she is uh, on the level. So uh, do you know anything about the layout of this place, how we might be able to get in? Well, from the stories that the uh, the Ewoks told of this place, uh, of the... Uh, the caravans of Kurds that used to battle the marauders here, uh, they, legends say that there is a, uh, a moat with water as black as ink that surrounds the place. Uh, so I'm assuming there, if that's true, there might be a drawbridge. Uh, I don't know what defenses the poachers would have set up here in the meantime. Okay, because maybe if we can uh, get close enough, do any of us have uh, binoculars? Nope. Would we be able to Destiny Point binoculars? Can Destiny Point some knocks? Yeah, maybe just scope out the place before we get close. Yeah, so uh, if you want to pull out some knocks as you uh, as you approach this castle, it is indeed a uh, large stone castle that is uh, on this mountain outcropping. You can see that there is a, uh, a waterfall above and below it, suggesting that there may in fact be a moat surrounding it. There are several large towers, uh, and it seems to be arranged in such a way that uh, there may be a courtyard, enough room for a courtyard in there, um, as well as there are some things sticking up from the parapets that have blinking lights on top. Can't really see what they are, but they do seem to imply some sort of technology. Because it's probably like cameras. We could try and deactivate them before we go up. Well, we you we do have a shapeshifter. This is true. If, if you wanted to go in disguised as a Zygarian and shut down the security before the rest of us come in. Ah, no one would be the wiser. Good idea. Yeah. All right. I will... Thank you. I do have good ideas. I am good at things. I'll transform into a Zygarian. Okay, so that is, you'll take three strain and make a two purple resilience check. One success, two threats. So uh, you can, but you don't really, like, you don't have a picture of any of the Zygarians, and the ones that you encountered earlier were blown to chunks. So it is kind of a generic Zygarian, that, so that if there are other Zygarians there, they may find it easier to spot you as somebody that they don't know, or that there might be something off about you. It's Phil. You remember me, if they ask. So you can uh, Sug approach the uh the castle and um as you as you do 
you hear over a loudspeaker this other Zygarian voice, and it says, Meow, you're alone. What happened? Oh, I we got separated. Oh, well, you might want to get in. You don't know what will be lurking. Oh, oh, settle hurriedly. So they lower the drawbridge uh, across this moat and let you in to the castle. And once you cross over the moat, you can see that it is, you know, it's a wooden, it's a stone and wooden castle. But there are uh, some signs of technology that have been kind of bolted to it. Uh, over, Over the years, various people, it seems, have tried to take this castle and update it. Uh, the most prominent and most recent is some generators and things that uh, seem to all be leading towards this central courtyard where a Zygarian transport ship is parked. And in the courtyard surrounding it, there are several cages with uh, Ewoks in them. Well, it's time to free some Ewoks, I guess. Yeah, I will uh, make note of the Ewoks. You can see that there are, along with the Zygarians, there are uh, mercenaries of various other races. There are some Trandoshans, various humanoids, the Togruta that uh, you spoke to earlier, as well as uh, what you may now recognize upon seeing uh, many Yuzums, these long, spindly-legged, fuzzy-bodied, uh, disgusting-looking, large-mouthed creatures that uh, have apparently returned to their planet to steal slaves. Not on my watch. Okay. Is it, do I have a way of communicating with people on the outside? Yeah, you've got your comlinks. Comlinks. Well, I found the missing Ewoks. Do we got some? Do we got some Ewoks to save? Yes. Do you want me to come in there and just start wreaking havoc? Should we just? Well, I, I mean, what's the security like on the door? Can you um distract anyone who's keeping an eye out or uh see what's going on there so we can get in? Yes, I will. I will search high and low for distractive things. I'm still on my yarn idea. Is there any, like, catnip supplies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are opener. some uh, dilapidated tapestries. Hmm. Can you shapeshift into a human-sized pile of catnip? Why don't I, what if I, like, kind of, like, very subtly start ripping it inside of one of the tapestries to make, like, uh, I don't know, make it appealing for the cats to want to start clawing at? Like, this is fun. Look Look how much fun I'm having, you guys. You should try it. <laughs> Have you guys tried out these tapestries? They're insane. Just like bad at the side of it. <laughs> I got a ball of yarn. Put, stick my claws in it. Start scratching it. Roll me a coercion. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here and scratch this tapestry or I'm going to put you in the ground. Yeah. You guys have to try this. It's so much fun. So is that your plan? You're going to pull at this, this tapestry? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how these cat people work. Maybe I'm thinking too much like they're actually like cats, but they might go for it. Um, can I guess as an ology check first, probably? Uh, yeah, to know a thing or two about a thing or two about Zygarians. Uh, to know anything that would be like useful would probably be a three purple. Three purple, okay. Let's give this a try. I might be making too many assumptions that they're actually like regular house cats. Just completely distracted by tapestries. Okay, so that would be a success... Success, two Just, threat, and a triumph. Oh, it is a triumph. Okay, good. It is a triumph. Wow, okay. Did you think it was a despair? I did, yes. Ooh. It doesn't actually show me what the things are. I had to just, like, use my memory now on this roller. Gotta have her hand it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you know about Zygarians uh, is that they they aren't, like, they are cat people, but they're not, like, cat people. Uh, they do have some things in common with cats, uh, notably their arrogance, 
and they hold uh, mental and physical strength uh, in great esteem. And they are... They're the type of species that see a 1v1 challenge for leadership as a legitimate way to uh, uh, elect their leaders. Aha. Uh-huh. And they okay. believe that uh, it's the natural order of the galaxy for the weak uh, to be dominated by the strong. Uh, so if you can show your strength, then uh, they may be willing to follow you. Okay. Is the leader around? Uh, there is somebody barking orders, uh, but it is the Togruta. That is your uh, threat. Uh, okay. Hmm. I will challenge the Togruta just by, like, walking up and smacking him. You will walk up and smack this lady? Yes. Okay, so that will be a brawl. Okay. Uh, and that will be uh, against two reds and a black. Oh no! Oh boy! Woohoo! I'm sticking with this idea of being good. But just <laughs> you watch; these cat people will join me. I'll make sure to let you yell loudly. I am challenging for leadership. But I did say I'd be challenging. I'm getting Wait. my friend to challenge. Two red and a black brawl. Okay. Okay, that's probably a despair. Ooh. Yep. Three yeah. advantages and a despair. Three advantages and a despair. So uh, you can take a take a swing at her and. Uh, she does kind of like she's not expecting this to be happen so you do like slap the data pad out of her hand (laughs) after you do this um, she has this like vibral rapier that she unsheathes and like almost on instinct like she's done this a bunch of times before with these guys Uh, she's gonna uh, like without even thinking just slice at you oh no Uh, five success and a threat (laughs) Ouch. So she swings this giant sword at you, this giant uh, vibro sword, uh, and she says, How dare you challenge me, whelp, slicing you uh, deep across the chest. It definitely hurts. Almost dead. I will hiss and, like, pull my ears back. And these Zygarians, because she got that threat, like your mournful Zygarian uh, cry kind of like makes them stop where it's like, should we, should we help them? Is it distracting to them? Yeah, they all like, their ears prick up and they all turn. Is it distracting enough that the rest of us could use this opportunity to sneak on in? Uh, yeah, they haven't raised the drawbridge back up. Oh yeah. You guys want to sneak on in? Yeah. Sneak on in to the other side. It's all coming together. So this will be a, a three purple stealth to sneak in. One advantage. One advantage. Hey. One success. So, uh, Ant, you can successfully uh, remain hidden, uh, but uh, Gajit, as you try to sneak in, one of the other mercenaries, a uh, another Chadra fan uh, that's dressed in slaver gear, pulls you aside and says, hey, we don't want to get involved in any of this. Thank you. Th- there's some shit happening. Oh, I, I can see that. I, I'll just uh, hang out over here. Uh, and Zam, um, as you walk in, uh, the Tegruda looks over at you, and she keeps her sword pointed at Sug, but she seems to be surprised, and she says, Zamantha? <laughs> I'll point my gun at her. Hey, Taro. So, uh, is this your doing? Did you put my little cat boy up to this? He's done a pretty sloppy job. Uh, I, I feel like you might have some more things to be worrying about right now, Taro. 
Uh, yeah, so what is this? Uh, some kind of sting? Do you, are you trying to get back in the game? <sighs> How clear of a shot would I have on her? Uh, pretty clear. Pretty clear? Yeah. If you're, if you're at the, uh, the entrance, uh, just crossing into the drawbridge, you'd probably be at medium range. At medium range? I'll, I'll try to keep creeping forward a little. I'll see if I can get into short range. No, you know what? I, I just missed you. I just really wanted to see your face again. Uh-huh. Uh, after what you did to it last time, uh, I'm sure that she kind of angles her face a little bit, and you can see a deep scar that is etched into it that... Maybe there's some history there. Oh, shit. I was really hoping it'd be a bit worse than that. Why, why don't you come closer? I can take a closer look at it. Mm, no, I don't, I don't think so. And she, uh, she grabs Sug and she pulls him up uh, and kind of <laughs> brings the sword up. And she says, I don't know what, uh, what this little cat boy is to you, but uh, I'm just going to, how about this? I'm just going to leave. And then uh, whatever problems you have with me, we can resolve later when I'm not on the clock. Can I sneak behind her and just knock her out? Uh, yeah, you can try. You, you've managed to remain stealthy. I will do so. Okay, so this will be a... Uh, I'm going to use a destiny point because you're out, so that'll be two red and a purple with a black brawl. Black brawl. Whoa, black brawl. Bam it down. Hmm. One success and one threat. Uh, so you can uh, tackle her. Uh, she lets go of Sug, but unfortunately, uh, her sword goes flying out of her uh, hands as well and grazes Sug. Oh no. <laughs> he is at his wound threshold. Uh, he's not knocked out yet, but uh, he's he's doing pretty bad. Can I use those stimmies next time it's my turn? Yeah. Excellent. Can, can I uh, put her in a, a sleeper, a sleeper hold and just kind of like Get her to go to sleep. Uh, well, let's see if she can get away from you first. Okay. She's gonna, we'll see about that. What's your athletics? One yellow, three green, and a uh, forest eye. And we'll call that a black. Okay. Against her athletics. Uh, a success in three threats. So she does manage to scramble away. Uh, however, she can't retrieve any of her things. She just runs up the ramp of her ship and starts uh, pulling it in, prepping for takeoff abandoning uh, all of her people. Uh, can I run for the ramp of her ship? Uh, yep. I want to shoot this bitch. Give me a, give me a three purple athletics. Oh god, am I gonna embarrass myself again? Can I, can I help her out? One failure, one threat. I feel like the threat is that no one can help me. So you still got a lot of mud on your boots and you just slip on the stone floor and you uh. fucking take a header right into a right into a bunch of crates. <laughs> oh my god, can I just like aim and shoot maybe? Yeah, what are you what are you shooting? Uh shooting at Bravi Taro. She's uh, she's inside her ship, Already? so you need to be a uh, yeah. You know what? I'll just hang out then. <laughs> I mean, if you want to uh, try and open some of these cages, you could. Yeah, okay. So that'll be a skullduggery to uh, pop some of these things open. <laughs> really? Unless you think uh, mechanics. These are just metal cages, skullduggery or mechanics. Uh, 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 I'll do mechanics if I can. So that'll be a uh, a three purple. Three success, four threats. Uh, so you can sparks start flying as you weld the locks off of these cages, uh, and the Chadrafan that helped you before says, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm getting these people out of here because that we don't want the um, slaves to get hurt in the crossfire. I- I'm evacuating them. Uh, I don't know you. Who are you? I'm a higher rank than you. <laughs> 
You don't. You can't talk to me like that. Give me a deception. <laughs> you try, are you trying to imitate Big Zam? <laughs> what would Big Zam do? Deception? Yeah, two purple deception. <laughs> a failure to advantage? Look, I don't, I, I don't believe you, but you're cute, so I'm going to give you a no. chance to get out of here before before I shout. Hell yeah. Who, who else is around? Can I put this guy in a sleeper hole? Yeah. <laughs> the little I know who else is around you. Ah. Uh, Ant. I, uh, I I put I put him in a sleeper hold. Okay, so that's a uh, two purple brawl. You can add a blue because he's not expecting you. Two purple brawl. Three success, two advantage. So technically, that's a critical. <laughs> yeah, he goes to sleep. He may be asleep forever, depending on uh, how good your hold is. I'm but... not. I'm not. I'm not gonna put him to sleep forever. I'm. Uh, I'm so, the whole time I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's enough for uh, Gajit to uh, finish what she was doing with the locks and uh, the Ewoks, as soon as the locks are broken, they start breaking out of the cages and uh, the mercenaries start firing at the Ewoks. You leave leave little Ruxpins alone! And I I, I go after the people who are shooting. All right, Sugger, you gonna, uh, do you need to stim yourself? I'm gonna stim. There's no tomorrow. That brings you... You've only taken seven wound now. Okay. And if you want to start kicking ass, that's a uh, going to be a two purple brawl against these slavers. Sweet. <laughs> uh, five success, one advantage. Yeah, you can start booting these yuzum in their little fuzzy bodies and their long spindly legs, and as they... Uh, they they go down and some of them make a break try to make a break for it outside the castle screaming like Joe Cocker. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's my move. Uh, Zam, it's been a while since you took a face plant into some boxes. Oh my god! I, okay, I'm not gonna. Can I shoot? And is there anything I could shoot on the ship to stop it from taking off? Uh, it is currently rising out of the courtyard. So is that a yes or a no? (laughs) Is there anything I can shoot to make it drop the fuck back down? Uh, With your little pea shooter, you could shoot at it. It probably wouldn't do much, though. Uh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. How many many of these Zygarians are there left in the courtyard? I can at least take out my rage on some of them. Uh, A bunch. Fuck it, I'll just shoot some fucking Zygarians, these fucking slavers. God damn it! I mean, there's also some Trandoshans if you want to uh, get some uh, lizard licks in. Yeah, let's get a lizard lick in. Hell yeah. So you, so if you want to start blasting these, that, that'll be a one purple. One success, it's enough. Fuck it. Yeah, you could take out your, your rage, start blasting some of these slavers, yuzums, Zygarians, Trandoshans, and various what-have-yous. Uh, Sindel has gotten to a point where she's able to uh, recover some of the Ewoks' effects that they uh, had hidden away uh, when they were locked up, and she starts blowing into this horn. And a second later, another horn is heard blowing from the parapets, and slaver bodies start hitting the floor, being tossed over the edges of the castle, and just a fuck ton of Ewok heads poke up from above apparently having followed you to the castle. Hell yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Love that for them. The uh, the remaining slavers, uh, faced with the overwhelming force of the cannibalistic monstrosities, 
with uh, between between all of you shooting them and kicking their asses and what have you, they seem to be dwindling down as there are fewer and fewer survivors until there's only a handful of them left huddling in the middle of the courtyard with their hands up. Uh, unless you guys feel like intervening, the Ewoks will probably kill them. Is there one that looks like uh, they might be the, the one who's the most in charge? Uh, the one who's the most in charge left. I mean, but like of these ones, which of them looks like they might have information? Uh, there is a Trandoshan whose armor seems to be a little more than some of the others. I'll point at that one, just like, Ant, I need that one, the rest, fuck them. <laughs> I, I, I look at you and I kind of like... Don't fuck them, just grab that one, let the Ewoks take care of the rest. Fine, okay. Uh, I, I go and not fuck the one... All right, so give me a give me a two purple brawl on him. Let's see here, I got two success and two advantage. Uh, yeah, you can you can pull this guy out of his uh out of his little group before the Ewoks descend on the remainders and start tearing them apart by little like little fuzzy piranhas. I will uh, transform back into my <laughs> old Claudite self, so I am not uh, torn apart by adorable teddy bears. Uh, that's probably a good idea. Once they see that you're injured, though, they go from uh, animalistic rage at seeing you to uh, deep concern. Aww. Deep concern. Deep concern. I need an Ewok medic. Uh, an Ewok medic uh, shambles, well, not shambles, but like, you know, waddles in. You recognize him as perhaps the shaman from the village, village, and he starts pulling out various tinctures and lotions and potions from his leather satchel and starts uh, applying them to you. And uh, with a tingle, you can start to feel your skin knitting itself back together. Wait, are they turning me into a teddy bear? Uh, you are not <laughs> turning into a teddy bear. Okay, good. The tingles um, are not magic. Unless you want to uh, turn into a teddy bear. That's true. I have that ability. You'd be a very big teddy bear if you can't change your mass. Yes. The biggest bear. Or just real fat. The big fat. Big chubby Ewok. (laughs) Oh, so cute. Um, okay, so Ant pulled this one out of the line, and we're in a castle. Are there any rooms that might have, like, uh, sturdy-looking chairs to which a person could be restrained? Um, there might be, if you're looking for just an out-of-the-way room. Yeah. Uh, if- give me a perception. Give me a two-purple perception. Two purple perception, two failures, three advantage. Uh, you don't find a room, uh, but Sindel's raven flies over following you, and she starts, like, pecking at a little hole between uh, two stone bricks. Oh, I'll check that out. So if you check it out, you can stick a finger in there, and it activates a lever, and a section of the stone wall slides away revealing a uh, a hidden room. Ooh, what's in the hidden room? Uh, a lot of, like, uh, vials of things, a lot of strange-looking primitive artifacts, skulls, talismans, and the raven swoops in, and it uh, picks up in its gnarled claw this one talisman, and there's this flash of light and swirl of feathers as the raven is replaced by this tall, pale woman in feathered armor. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm guessing you're the night sister we're looking for? I am Tyrol. I thank you for your assistance in helping me return to my natural form. Oh. I mean, yeah, sure, this might as well happen. <laughs> You can change size, too. That's pretty cool. 
<laughs> yes, my powers are far beyond yours, shapeshifter. You have to put it yeah. that way. <laughs> don't have to rub it in, fuck. I was giving you a compliment. How long have you been stuck like that? Several decades. The Empire forced me out of my castle. I had to take the form of the Raven in order to escape, and I've been trying to get back ever since. Oh, man. The presence of the girl has given me a uh, tolerable life. Not that I am not glad to be rid of it. You know, I've never gotten stuck in a form like that for even a day, but I guess you're just so much more powerful, you know? <laughs> Watch your tongue lest I cut it out. <laughs> you know, funny you should mention cutting out tongues. Do you have anywhere in this place that might have uh, chairs with restraints? <laughs> Why, darling, I was only waiting for you to ask. I I think we're going to get along so well. Please, show the way. And she kind of, like, almost glides uh, to towards a uh, a door that leads to a spiral staircase into the depths of the castle. Um, yeah. Uh, Ant, can you bring him down? Um, Gadget, why don't you wait up here? We'll see you in a few. I, I, she's... I'm Raven turned into a witch, and I uh, am not here for that. <laughs> You're just vibing with your Ewok friends. <laughs> freedom. We're talking freedom. <laughs> Fucking freedom. Yeah, let's take this Trandoshan down. Yeah, you can go down into the dungeon, uh, and and if you want to, you can place this Trandoshan on a uh, an old torture rack. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, once he's secure, uh, and if you, do you want to go upstairs and keep Gadget company? Oh, I guess. Yeah. And he's a, he's a good sword. He doesn't need to be around for this. And he's pretty young. We try not to, to traumatize him. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll protect the kids. Sug and I, we're wrong inside. It's okay. Unless Sug also would like to be excused. Yeah. Yeah. You've been here for one torture. You kind of get used to it. Yeah. So this guy awake. Uh, yeah, he's, you can, you can slap him awake. Hey, buddy. What's, what's going on? Uh, you know, don't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. We're just here to talk a little bit about your boss and where your boss might have gone to. My boss who left? Yeah, your boss who, uh, you know, got in her little ship and took off without all of you guys. What business is it of yours? Uh, the business is mine. You can either answer or don't. I just promise you, you're gonna like life a little bit better if you do. No need to be hasty. Okay, so where'd she go? She probably went back to the people who hired us with the quarry that was already on board the shuttle. What quarry was on there? Ewoks. Ewoks? How many Ewoks are we talking? We only had time to load a couple of cages before you arrived. Okay, and who was your employer? Uh, it was a corporate gig. I don't know the specifics. She didn't tell us. Can I roll perception to see if this guy's lying to me? Uh, yeah. That'll be against his, uh, deception, which is gonna be three purple. And would nobody's fool come into play here? Um, yeah, if you think he's lying, I'll roll his, uh, deception against your perception instead. Yeah, sure. My perception is uh, a yellow and two green. Two failures, uh, two advantages, and a despair. Ooh, Ooh, boy. So uh, he sees the situation that he's in, um, and he 
thinks he can uh, cut a deal with you. He wants to save his own life, but he can also tell that uh, there's specific information you want. And he says, once I tell you what happens to me. Uh, I guess that really depends on the kind of information that you're willing to give. What kind of information do you want? Who's your employer? Where's your employer located? And your boss, who, again, abandoned you, where would she be going after this? Where does she like to hang out on the regular? I told you, it's a corporate job. I don't know the specifics. And that is, I is he being honest? Because he did fail his deception. Uh, yeah, you can tell that he, he doesn't know, but he is willing to work with you. Okay, so you don't know who hired you. We can work with that, but surely you would at least know what planet she would have been going to. I don't know the planet, but I know that she likes to use ships that are registered to a certain company. Which company is that? Bornaren Trading. Bornaren Trading? Would I know anything about Bornaren Trading? Uh, that would be a probably three purple knowledge core worlds. Yeah, one failure. I can Google it later. Yeah, you don't know anything about Bornaren Trading. Okay, and where where do you guys like to call home in the off times? Where where is she gonna be going? And I I think that you know this. You best not fucking lie to me here, because I'll know if you're lying to me. We're nomads. We have no home base. We keep on the move. So, but you exclusively use ships that are registered to this Vornaren trading. Sometimes. I can give you the number of the ship that she took from us. Now we're talking. Now you're providing good information. But what do I get in exchange? You get to walk out of here alive, sweet cheeks. I thought that was implied. Sweet cheeks. You're strapped to a torture rack One in the condition. basement of a castle. I get to leave after the cannibals have gone. I do not wish to be swarmed. Sure, you want to hide down here? We'll unlock you, let you hide out here until they're gone, and then you can, you know, find your own way. Certainly is better than your chances of, uh, you know, jerking me around at all. I have your word. You have my word. Are you lying? No, I, I, I mean, how the fuck is he gonna get off this planet anyways? Like, I'm okay to unlock him and just leave him down here, and then he'll get killed by Ewoks in the night when he tries to escape. I don't want to say this, but life uh, finds a way. Yeah. He's a Trandoshan. He is a Trandoshan, but he's one Trandoshan, and these Ewoks ripped all his buddies to shreds. Have you played Ewok Hunt in Battlefront 2? <laughs> it's terrifying. Like, I don't like this guy's chances either way, because he has no ship. He has no allies. Sure, if he wants to wait down here to get a bit of a head start, more power to him. Or maybe we should just kill him, just to be safe. Now, nah, give him my word, why not? What the fuck is he gonna do? Well, I guess if he does manage to get off the planet, let's think. Uh, discuss with the devil and angel on your shoulders. <laughs> and, uh, does, uh well, the, okay, witch, I... the witch says, if you have no need of him, I might... I have overheard that you, uh, are looking for a night sister to accompany you off-world. We, we have been saying that. I have been meaning to leave this world for some time, though I have been unable. I do intend to return, however, so it might be nice to have someone left behind to look after my keep while I'm away. If you want me to uh, leave this one to your custody, as long as you make sure that uh, he doesn't try to get back in touch with his friends. 
Oh, I will make sure that he forgets all about his friends. Perfect. Yeah, buddy, you got my word. All right. And he gives you the uh, transponder codes for the ship that uh, your acquaintance friend uh, left with. Perfect. I'll kind of gesture to him to the witch and just, I will leave him to you then. And you can leave uh, as you ascend the spiral staircase. Flashes of green light shine on the walls uh, and his uh, screams echo through the basement caverns of this castle. Eh, fuck slavers. Eh. Let's step back into the bright daylight like nothing happened. Did I hear screams? What? What? You hearing things, Gadget? Don't gaslight me. There's a lot me. of gunfire. It could leave your ears ringing. All right. You could gaslight my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you're crazy. You're right. I am crazy. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I say, stupid. Oh. Idiot. Idiot. You're the reason I'm insecure. <laughs> no, Holy it's okay. Shit, we'll, eh? Check out. We'll just check out your ears when we get back to the ship. You know, probably just had a gunfire a little bit too close to one of them. Yeah. All right. They are. They are pretty big ears. Okay. So, so we're taking. I do we need both of them? Because this one's definitely a night sister. I'm not actually. I guess we can take both of them. We got two night sisters for the price of one. So uh, once you're done being a bad friend to Gajit, uh <laughs> <laughs> Chiral, the, the night sister, uh, she ascends the staircase and glides over. And uh, Sindel is like not sure how to uh, deal with the situation, but she kind of walks up to her and she says, you, you kept me safe when I was a child and you led me to the Ewoks. Is, is that right? And she says, yes, child, I watched over you and made sure that you survived on this primitive hellish world. And Sindel just kind of thanks her. Uh, and she says, well, I I guess uh, this is who you're looking for. I mean, could I, could I to the, the, the witch who was a raven, just like, is Sindel related to you guys at all? She is not of my blood. She is no one, just an orphan cared for by the Ewoks. Though her connection to them may yet reveal itself to be the sign of greater power, it is not for me to say certainly. I mean, sure, I guess. We were looking for a night sister and Shablamo, here you are, so if you want to inquire as to why you were looking for a night sister, you mentioned somebody was after me. Uh, not after you. That makes it sound much more, uh, sinister than it is. We, um, came to the planet because we found a, uh, what was it, a blood skull or something? A, something you know, that tracks your bloodline. You know, like one of those blood skulls you hear so much about. Yes, my family's codex was lost many generations ago. If it does still exist, I would very much like to reacquire it. I feel like that's going to be between you and our friend who is currently in possession of it, but we'd be glad to um, acquaint you guys so you can negotiate further. I would love to meet them. I love that tone. <laughs> I love your tone. Sure, shall we take this this lady back home? Yeah, if you think that's a good idea, you can uh, escort the, uh, the night sister back to your ship as she glides along the savannah and down the mountain path and just kind of like hovers across the river. I mean, good idea that's such a... That's so in, up for interpretation, but, like, you know, it's <laughs> it's what we were paid to do, so we're gonna do it. 
Yeah, you got a witch on your ship. May uh, may end up being a good thing, may end up not being a good thing. You never know with these uh, insane mystical beings, but uh, that is a problem for next time on Star Wars Empire Wreckers. This week's episode is brought to you by our top patrons, Jeffrey Zamudo, Joshua Winter, and Vaginator. <laughs>